0: Hello, this is Andrew WK, and I'm here to remind you that we're partying very hard together on the Freaky Geeks podcast.
1: I'm the bird that shit on Shane while he waits in line for Haunted Mansion, Noel Cummings.
0: Hi, I'm that thing your kid picked up, and you don't know what it is, but they've already put it in their mouth, <laughs> Shane Smith.
1: These are both Disneyland <laughs> <Yeah>. references. <laughs> yeah, these are Disneyland
0: references. <laughs> Welcome to Freaky Geeks, everyone. We're so happy to be back. Well, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. I haven't recorded for like three weeks, two weeks, Oh my God, yeah, because three weeks, we had I, Mac. Yeah, yeah, and I did a double episode, and it's been a minute, y'all. I haven't been... Behind this microphone for a minute, I've been behind a lot of other microphones, mm-hmm. but not this one. Uh, so good to be back today. We're just talking about Disneyland and Gaming Con, yeah, and our adventures over the last little while. I actually don't talk at all about any of my specific adventures. I feel like we would. No one asks.
1: No, <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> I feel like if we were to do that, we'd have to do a whole nother bonus episode where we just you recap your time in LA and New York. I think we should honestly do that. Um,
0: I will say I'll give you a little recap. Okay. Or we can just talk about it next time on the episode. What? I have stories. What?
1: Okay. Yeah, that's the thing is like it would be its own episode as your uh, based off of the snapchats. <laughs> it's not
0: its own episode. There's a whole episode, episode I dedicated don't want any more Shane, Sotes. the people have been punished enough
1: it's not a Shane episode, it's like a I'm it's like a Shane across the USA episode.
0: <laughs> Shane across the USA episode. So um oh we're so happy to be here though. Do you know where else I'm happy to be every time I'm there? It's Black Salt Studio. Hell you know? yeah. Fucking love that place. Nine thirty South Main Street trying to get some tattoos up in this bitch. For real though, yeah. I want more tattoos.
1: Oh, I absolutely am. Casey agreed to it. Everyone on the freaky X- Page saw it, that we're going to do Damien Echols' mugshot on my leg. So,
0: So gel. Get
1: ready. Peanut I got tattooed jealous. by her. A little cutesy cutes.
0: I know. I might get my face tattooed some more. I want to get my shin tattooed. Uh, I'm so in love with the tattoo she did on me, even though I road rashed it and ruined it a little bit. Hey, you fucking asshole. Well, that's what happens when you skate and you're 30. <laughs> <laughs> I just fall and my body explodes. Yeah. Like, for, have you ever seen that meme of the horse and then it falls and it blows up into fire instead oh, yeah, of just yeah, falling? They t- they that's me. Yeah. yeah, that's me now. <laughs> when I was a kid, I would fall and I'd just bounce back up and I'd be like, gotta try that trick again. Now I fall and like parts of my body burst into <laughs> yes. flame. It's like in Titanfall or whatever and like the little computer from Iron Man comes up and Jarvis is like, you have a catastrophic incident. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Like your knee is destroyed. Power is at 2%. <laughs> <Yeah>. Shutting
1: down. <laughs>
0: like, oh my yeah. God that's on. no
1: joke also hey casey casey roy from black salt just did an episode with i am salt lake podcast oh. and it was amazing
0: yeah he had two of the, some of my most favorite women on in a row
1: yeah Pretty hell cool. yeah Pretty fucking cool. slaying it she did great um i i love casey as an artist and also as a friend and to hear her talk about um her starts and being like a young kid adventuring in art and then just like she was sounding off all these like fancy artists that she you know studies and I was like god she is like she's an artist above all a consummate professional
0: absolutely she's just a bad motherfucker I love her and um as also, this is so douchey, because like, any time a comedian's like, I'm an artist, even my like my dick shrinks back up inside of my yes. body. But we are technically artists, mm-hmm. and as an artist, heavy quotation marks around art. I get it, everyone. <laughs> I, I, the, the things she said resonated with me, and I do and feel a lot of the things she did. And so it was so cool to see someone at the peak of their game, yes. their art game. Uh, talk about like what she does in her process of getting to the top of the game and i was like oh i'm doing these things and it made me feel good so if you're a person who's just an artist or who does a thing Yeah. and God I hope you are because people who don't do things should do things Yeah. Um, listen to Casey Roy on I Am Salt Lake Podcast and just her advice and her process to getting better and is, to
1: never stop learning and is so good it's amazing uh, it's very inspiring her open
0: mindedness all of that I can't say enough good things about just the process Yeah. I think it's a good thing to listen to not just because she's interesting but just to learn about being better at what you do. But mm-hmm. let's get her dick out of our mouths. I know, it's been <laughs> in there for
1: so long.
0: Oh, I can't, oh make can't, the sound. I can't.
1: I have giant nails on. I can't either. I could try it. No, I might I <laughs> might fucking sound. rip my face. In any
0: case. <laughs> in any case, um yeah, we talk about Disneyland tonight. We don't talk about any of the haunted or satanic stuff that goes on Disneyland. Which the I most mean,
1: haunted and satanic thing at Disneyland was me, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair fair. <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, there were ghosts trapped inside your butthole. Oh, oh
1: my God. Exorcism (laughs) took place.
0: Oh, you know, you are disgusting. You're welcome. All right. (laughs) Nothing like being on vacation with one of your friends and she's like, hey, I have to go get X-lax. And you're like, please, no, (laughs) please don't. The X-lax
1: exorcism. And And
0: it worked so fast.
1: Yeah. That's the point. It's magic. It's so
0: fast. You know? I was afraid you were going to take it and it wasn't going to activate for like seven hours and then you were going to shit in the ocean.
1: <laughs> Either way, it would have been a win-win for me.
0: <laughs> have you
1: ever shit in the ocean? No, I'm not a crazy person. We've talked about this. I
0: know, but I just wanted to catch you and see if you'd admit it now because no. I feel like this is more of a free speech You, zone. You
1: know that my shitting is a ritual. Oh, I cannot so perform gross. it in the ocean.
0: There's no ritual to it. There's no mystery for me. I just like, I'm like, I have to go. Ah! And then I go and it's done. <laughs> I scared the dog. He's like, wait, are you shitting in here? Because that's really what I sound like. I scream when I shit. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I don't scream when I shit everyone. I do. Stop. <laughs> Stop trying when to backpedal you motherfucker. <laughs> they
1: know it's too late.
0: Oh, my gosh. I do make noises when I pee, though, because I like to hold my pee until I already have to go, and then it feels extra what great. What
1: the fuck? <laughs> Is
0: that weird? Yeah. That's not know, healthy. you know when you pee and it feels so good?
1: Sure, but, like, not enough to be like, I'm going to risk a bladder infection. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to get a bladder infection. You
1: absolutely will. Well, I mean, if
0: I held it till I got hurt. Yeah. But I'm not doing that.
1: Okay. You know what? I'm being
0: very responsible.
1: I'm not going to... Test those waters this is, so, sure. this is.
0: Maybe that was weird. In <laughs> hindsight, I'm now realizing that maybe that was weird to say.
1: It's okay. i not judging case. you.
0: Um, one thing before we stop the intro, I remembered earlier you and I, off podcast, were talking about inside jokes. Mm-hmm. And I said I had one since second grade. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to tell you what it was and I didn't. And I'll tell you now. Kay. Okay. So this is an inside joke that I've had since I was in second grade. Uh, or not second grade. It's been a long ass time. I don't even know how long. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends dated this girl and she was a crazy person. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in the traditional like, oh, she's crazy, dude. She like wants me to talk about my feelings. No, I mean like she's <laughs> actually crazy. Yeah, she's like waiting um,
1: outside your window with a knife.
0: Yes. They went on a date once and he dropped a skittle on the ground of the movie theater and he went to visit her like two weeks later and that skittle was on a shrine she had made for Get him. Get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. This is true. Do I know this person? No, no. This is a person from like middle school. Okay, good. Okay, so this is a long time ago. One of my friends is like, I've got to break up with her. Clearly. How do I do it? Like, I'm legit scared. Uh-huh. Now, this is back... When we were so young that writing actual snail mail letters back and forth was yeah. a real thing yeah, kids did. Yeah, I remember did. those days. Yep. So he's like, I got to write a letter for her. And even back then, people were paying me to write. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so he didn't pay me, but he let me write. I don't know why I said it like that. But anyways, he's like, I need help. And I was like, dude, I fucking got you, boy. Yeah. And I was like, let me write it, but you have to send whatever I write. And he's like, dude, whatever you got to do, because I just don't know how to do it. So I wrote a story, and I just called it the monkey story. And I said, uh, dearest, we'll say her name is, uh, I think her name was Kaylee, actually. So dearest Kaylee. I'm so sorry. Or no, 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 I'm so sorry. It's a dear Kaylee. Once upon a time, there were two monkeys, and there was a coconut. And they both wanted the coconut, and they fought over the coconut so often that the father monkey broke the coconut open over both of their heads and each gave them a separate half of the coconut and then they broke up kind of like we just did <laughs> bye <laughs> and so that was the monkey story yes. okay it's really stupid it's not good it gets you then though yeah, right I like you it. think it's a it's normal good. story and then you're taken M. Your Night
1: shamala plot twist
0: boom so uh, we sent it, like, seriously. Mm-hmm. At the time, like, we were snickering, but we were like, yeah, this is how you soften the blow. Yeah. You know, so we sent that, and um, she did not take it well. Mm. Uh, I, you know, not surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it didn't go well for him. But in the future it started becoming a running joke to actually use the story to end real adult relationships. I
1: was going to say, I think people should use that.
0: Yeah. Um, I think the last person to use it was a friend of mine. He's 32. Good for him. He broke up with a person he dated for over six months using oh, that story. know what? He told it to her face. <gasps> Brutal. Yeah. Monster. So now we are kind of like, which one of us gets divorced with the story? That's what
1: you. That's what you like. Come to serve them papers, Oof. and it's like a cover sheet letter, and then they turn the page, and it's like a divorce decree. It's monstrous. I like think as that's an adult bold. using that
0: story is very fucked up. But yeah. like it's become this joke, and it's been used, I would say, over twenty times in real world relationships. That's good though. That's Where people fucking are like solid. you say it, and they're like, "What the fuck." are you serious? And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, unfortunately I, I, unfortunately, I am. Unfortunately for you,
1: I am 100%. Did you, did
0: you not see what the father monkey did? <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's brutal. <sighs> That's perfect. I think the best way to do that story was if you had a coconut that was you pulled apart and then the story was mm, written inside. You make a
1: prop of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. coconuts are like wet inside. Yeah. Or so I've been told.
1: They yeah, they do. But you could drain liquid. It could be a thing. Someone make it happen.
0: Yeah, so that's my oldest running um inside joke. And I was going to tell you that story and I decided everyone could hear it. Yeah,
1: I think everyone deserves to have that little trick up their sleeve.
0: Um mini and angry uh woman and man yeah. have been told that story. I bet. I have had people who knew the story get broken up with, like, your friend starts dating a girl, and then they joke about that story, and then the girl gets the story and realizes what's happening before the story's over and loses her mind. Oh my god. That's a real thing that happened once. (gasps) She's like, you're not doing it to me, and like, lost her mind, and he's like, it's been done! Oh my god! (laughs) It's like the kiss of death. Yeah,
1: that's good. Juicy. Yeah,
0: brutal. Okay, so... Are we ready to get this started? Yeah, let's fucking do it, everyone. Enjoy this episode, all about Disney and Gaming Con. Hail Satan, y'all!
1: Hail Satan.
0: Subliminal messages. Now we're talking. What are we talking about tonight? Sorcery. What are we talking about tonight? Uh, getting inside your mind and messing with you, uh, controlling your thought process by by uh, supernatural means or demonic means. Or hey, I'm gonna tell you something. Disney movies are filled with subliminal messages. And you say, oh, that's a hoax. I've seen it with my own eyes. When I was a teenager, I had a friend of mine sit me down at his house and show me the subliminal messages in the Disney movies. (laughs) That's a real issue. Oh,
1: my God. How did I become friends with an actual Nazi on Facebook?
0: I mean, Nazi, Nazi sympathizer, weird guy who's just way the fuck into Nazi uniforms. I feel now, originally we were looking at his post and it was like, hey, I'm in a Nazi uniform, but I'm a zombie. This is funny. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm seeing, in my mind, I'm like, I'm him at home. And I'm like, okay, so I'm way the fuck into Nazis. Now, how can I wear my uniform without people freaking out? What if I just throw a little zombie makeup on? I can cruise around cosplaying.
1: Only half the time, though. (laughs) Only half the time is he a zombie Nazi. And I'll be
0: super stoked on my Nazi uniform. And other people will be like, you're a zombie. And I'll be like, (laughs) oncia. I am s- totally just a zombie.
1: Oh my god! Like when I first showed you it, and you're like, "Yeah, he's like a dead Nazi, like a cosplay." And I'm like, "Okay, controversial cosplay, not my favorite, but yeah. sure." And then he was in just a regular Nazi outfit, and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. now That's- we're pushing buttons." And then I see him post a meme yeah. of Hitler and all of his friends, and it says, I "Love how you say
0: Hitler's friends." <laughs> it's like. uh, gerbils or Gables or whatever, and all
1: like what's the guy, the Mangla, you know, all those his friends, and it says, "When your whole crew looking fresh AF," (laughs) and he posts that saying us, and then tagged his other Nazi friends. You know what? Unfriending now. I had no idea.
0: I mean, how could you know? In his defense. He, it seems like at least he, if he's going to be a creep and a Nazi, he's not like... You, you didn't find out because he posted a post. He's like, hey, what's the deal with how many Jews are still alive? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, okay.
1: This is his girlfriend wearing an SS hat and oh, a latex suit. Yeah, and it's suit. a full-on
0: SS yeah, hat. This that's... is like a complete historical recreation, not just like a knockoff skull and then it looks no. like... A captain's hat no that was that is an actual ss ooh, hat
1: fucking yikes man fucking yikes yeah you know what weird way to, to have a sunday go i was little you know a little thrown off by that <laughs> jesus christ anyway you know cleaning out my facebook one person at a time
0: do you know what's never you know i do like a bit right now where i talk about people trying to be brave by posting like because everyone does the thing where they're like women's bodies are shouldn't be shamed and you're like people jack off to you mm-hmm. no one fucking cares yeah. but i also do the thing where people are like racism is bad fight me and mm-hmm. like every and it's got like 300 likes mm-hmm. and you're like why are people liking this you're not brave you're not friends with nazis yeah. you're not you're just saying that to other people who agree with you Shut the fuck up, but apparently you're Apparently you should, I you're the one person <laughs> who should be saying this shit.
1: I'm the one person <laughs> who should be like, hey, fuck Nazis. I'm going to fucking beat up every fucking Nazi ever, and then that guy and his girlfriend. He, he's just going
0: to post a sad gif of Hitler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's
0: crazy. Wow. Just with his uniform out. Wow. You think his dad has a uniform too? How do you get to that point? Every legit... Uh, Nazi. I've known not racist, but Nazi, like fascist. Yeah, person who is like the Fourth Reich will. Come again? They're like, yeah. They're like, they're like the guys who are like the South will rise again, but they're just the tiniest bit smarter.
1: Yeah, not by much. Not they by still much. think that like the SS is living they're underground cleaner. in I'll fucking g- Alaska. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're cleaner. I'll give them that. <laughs> but um, and honestly, the Fourth Reich coming back is way more likely than the South doing anything. Yeah, the rise South- again. You are full of butter, my friend. <laughs> you are not getting up.
1: They can't do simple addition. They're not making it anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Uh, and in any case, the South is super full of black people now. Yeah, they would have a real struggle. Yeah, in any case, yeah. So uh all the real nazis i've known their parents were nazis
1: yeah you'd have to think this kid i mean i wish i would have gone a little deeper before i deleted him and blocked him but uh i'm assuming his whole if his girlfriend was a nazi too like a legitimate out and proud ss uniform in my profile pic nazi like you've got to assume that the whole family is as well right that just can't that just doesn't bud out of nowhere like historically accurate SS like outfit that you wear on a Tuesday to get pizza at Little yeah, Caesars? Come on.
0: It's weird. Did I ever tell you that I went on a date with like a Nazi? I like went... Like I a skinhead her girl Tinder. or a Nazi? No, a Nazi. She had SS Thunderbolts tattooed on her neck.
1: And you looked at that and you're like, hell yeah, high five.
0: <laughs> well, no, I I <laughs> I saw it and I was like, well, I didn't see it until I was out with her. Okay. And then I was like, Well, yeah, I'm going to have to finish this date. (laughs) Like, I'm not a monster. Yeah, with
1: like what? Jewish (laughs) revenge? Well, no, I told her. her I I I ended up telling her I was
0: Jewish. Obviously, I wanted to have that conversation.
1: How did she? Well, I mean, did she? I feel like a person who has that tattoo visibly, you know, would also have something in their bio that's like, you know.
0: No, there I were there were Hitler. context clues that I just wasn't picking oh, up because okay. I'm a fucking garbage human. You just saw the face,
1: and you're like decent enough. Who
0: is reading the profile? I
1: would, so I don't match with a fucking Nazi. <laughs> well, she was pretty white
0: trash, and <laughs>
1: I know that's your thing.
0: Well, also, but you don't you don't go out with white trash girls to date them for sure. So I'm hanging out with this yeah. white trash girl, yeah. you know, yeah. And uh, she had the SS Thunderbolt. and I was like, oh, cool. Oh, so you're way into lightning. Is that like an American Indian thing? Oh, and she was like, well, eh. and I was like, uh, I'm Jewish. And that was like my follow up thing. <laughs> and she was like, Ugh. Uh. and then we ended up talking about uh, it. And then she was like, well, Hitler, blah, blah, blah. And then it became like the defense thing. But here's the kicker is that she was like, so she was still into me like she was still down uh-huh. terrible nazi yeah i didn't do anything with her by the or way i she know that's like... your follow-up question
1: <laughs> or it was like the long haul she was gonna like try to date you so she could slowly poison you
0: oh i thought you were gonna say date me so she could make me not jewish anymore and i was like that's not how that works no
1: no no. slowly poison you
0: okay yeah maybe you never know she's still into me she your types friends with her still what no your... no no, oh. no i i've didn't add her on anything okay yeah and i'm not i've obviously haven't been on tinder in years Uh huh. but like yeah so we and then we ended the date it was actually a pretty interesting conversation i fucking bet so i've had the reverse of that too so i met ss thunderbolts net girl and she was like kind of into me after i told her i was jewish like she i clearly could have still taken her home yeah like she just physically was into me but the blood of your
1: ancestors was like no Yeah. Well, the blood of my, (laughs) the blood inside my penis was like, no,
0: there were other, (laughs) there there were other reasons I didn't want to sleep with her. But yeah, a part of me wishes now that I had like done it Mm -hmm. and then been like, fuck Hitler right as I finished or something. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, so I was once on a date with a girl who was talking to me about Israel and she had, we had talked about Israel before we went on the date. Mm-hmm. She knew that I had lived there and she didn't know about my past in Israel, but she just knew that I had lived in Israel and that I was Jewish. Mm-hmm. And so over the course of our conversation, we talked about um, Israel some more. And then she was like, so you're like, so you were like, we're in Israel and you, you lived there. So you're like a terrorist. Um, and I was like, what? Uh, what? And she's like, yeah. You're like, so you you like worship Muhammad, what? and you're like a terrorist. So she thought that I. She thought that Israel was like Afghanistan, and then just made the leap. That since I lived in this war torn place in her mind, mm-hmm. that I was also a terrorist. God. But here's the real kick: Like, yes, that is stupid. Uh-huh. But then after thinking all of those things and then bringing them up to me, she still clearly was like, but he is good looking enough to go on a date with. Oh my. So she's like, he's a terrorist but i'm gonna go out with him so like what is she telling her roommate she's like well i know this guy pretty sure he's a terrorist but kind of hot so i'm but gonna take do my it.
1: chances so. god damn it public school failing us once again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what it a was bummer
0: brutal she was but and and she was over 21 i don't so. know how old she was but we were in a bar so <sighs>
1: That's yeah, she rough. made it
0: real far without figuring without, out. Without,
1: with being the dumbest person alive. Yeah, wow.
0: Israel, uh, not a terrorist. Firstly, being from the Middle East doesn't make you a terrorist. No. Secondly, Israel, only democratic country in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, uh, I'm Jewish. Yeah. I don't know what's happening here. I
1: don't know what hurt. Brutal. Wow. You know what? It's tough out there for people like that. Just going in the world blind. Oof. And not wanting to know. Do you know what
0: hurts the most? <laughs> what? I guarantee both of those girls have been pregnant since I've been on dates. With
1: oh, them. multiple kids. I right? guarantee it. I'd guarantee it. Oh. And they're just like, the earth is flat and the fourth right. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> the, and Nazis live <laughs> on the bottom of it. Yep.
1: <laughs> and they're coming out.
0: Oh my God. Dude, on the flip side, though, I feel like that's how you get people to stop being terrorists. If we just have hot white women who are willing to bang them. Mm -hmm. you just like you're like i was gonna blow myself up but now i'm just gonna get blown (laughs) you know (laughs) like that sounds way better
1: bring that to the un see what they have to say about it okay be like you know what here's my relief
0: (laughs) i know i'm no hermione but i feel like i could give a pretty powerful speech i mean people would share it on facebook others would cry
1: yeah on that platform, blow On jobs. that platform. Blowjobs not there, blowing and up. And I've
0: got like a little silhouette. Like I've got like a <laughs> a cardboard cutout or whatever and a pointer. And I'm like, this is, the penis goes in here. <laughs> this person <laughs> oh is predominantly God. a white American person. This is the terrorist. This is the terrorist penis. <laughs> this right is right how there. we end terrorism. Right there. And then this is some random <laughs> lady like raises her hand. The representative for Uganda has a question. Um... Are we supposed to swallow the terrorist <laughs> sperm? No, swallowing is optional. The blowjob is the only important part. <laughs> this is the only. This is my plan. Only goes this far. Oh my
1: god, we just made it on like an ISIS fucking list. So <laughs> the be FBI pe- yeah. and ISIS—they're both listening. coming after us.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> today we're talking about Disneyland and.
1: Gaming con Gaming
0: Con. <laughs> and solving world peace. Yeah,
1: which we've clearly done in the first fucking five minutes. Yeah. So.
0: Theocrats beware. We know how to defeat you. So <laughs> Um. Oh <my> yeah. God. <laughs> so um let's get into it. Sure. Uh, we went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um Disney fans, of which many listen to us because Disney fans are everywhere. Yeah. Are you a Disney are you like a crazy Disney person?
1: Fuck no. Do I look like it? No. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but here, no 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 but here's the thing I take that back actually you kind of do look because so many Disney fans are like the people you least expect like I've met so many dudes in the heavy metal community or girls who are like mega goth who are also so into Disney
1: yeah sure yeah it's, I mean I guess Star Wars is owned by Disney so in a way I am a Disney fan but like I'm not like so is Marvel I, which yeah, true.
0: So technically, you're a Disney mega fan, but you we know when we say Disney, <laughs> I'm talking
1: like classic.
0: Yeah, we're talking about classic Disney or Disneyland, the place. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney traditional Disney movies, which are made for children, this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. Can I just off the top say okay. a problematic statement?
0: Yeah. Oh, please.
1: I think Disneyland is overrated.
0: Um, I might agree with you. If my expectation, my expectations of Disneyland were already set, yours were incorrect from the get-go because you hadn't been...
1: I hadn't been since... Well, I went when I was younger, and I remember that being okay, but I remember mostly spending my time in California Adventure and having a good time. And when I was doing um, cheer competitions, we were always at Disneyland, but we were never really in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know, a lot of our adult friends go to Disneyland like once or sometimes even more than once a few times a year and they love it and from
0: here in salt lake city they yeah make like an entire trip to disneyland yeah. it's
1: like going to mecca like yeah. people do it and even people that i went to high school with in california like when they go to disney it's this whole big thing and everyone's like having the best time of their life and
0: <laughs> i just imagined It's like going to Mecca, which I just imagine Mickey dressed like the Prophet Muhammad. (laughs) So that's problematic. Oh my
1: God. We don't even know what he looks like. They won't let us draw pictures of him. I guarantee you,
0: if you Google Mickey Prophet Muhammad, you will find. I'd like to hope so that
1: it pops up. So yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't say that my expectations were high, but my expectations were like this will be funner than Lagoon. And I would say it was almost like the same level, but like. More waiting in lines in the dead of heat for a children's ride.
0: I think we got unlucky in that we went on an incredibly busy day. I feel like or that it's we just like always busy. During the busy season, it's less, not significantly less, but like half is busy sometimes. Yeah. So we waited, I would say, an average of an hour a ride. Yeah. Which is too much for me also. Way too much for me. Um, I think a lot of Disneyland is just like the experience of enjoying being there and the mm-hmm. people you're with and not so much the ride. So that was my expectation set immediately when yeah. we went. And yours was like, I'm trying to ride all these motherfucking rides yeah. and see all this shit. And I knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um. Disney itself is cool. Uh I wish yeah, I wish it wasn't so busy. I don't know. Yeah. There's no way to solve that really. Well,
1: the funny thing was, um, so after we went to Disney, we went back to Stuart's house where we were staying, your friend Stuart and his wife Carly, and we were um we were talking about it and then he brings up an article that he just saw on Facebook and it was like Pirates of the Caribbean is getting rid of the buy a wench part yeah, yeah, of yeah. the ride. And all this stuff, and people half half of the people are like, sure, whatever, it doesn't matter, and then other people are like, no, fucking keep it, but then I'm like why is that your number one priority fix the fucking line situation (laughs) why do you care fix the fucking lines
0: fuck the wenches i'm trying to see the wenches
1: yeah you fucking kidding i don't even know what that's about because it took me six hours to even fucking see that like fuck that i could not believe it like literally that was the first thing my like heat stricken mind went to was just like why do they even care fix the lines (laughs) fix the prices just like about to go all fucking like communist on it just like everyone gets the same price it's all 50 dollars, and you you can only go on this day and you can only go on that day so then we all don't have to wait an hour in line it was just like i was blown away i was also blown away by the prices of food every time you ate if you ate a snack it was ten dollars if you wanted a meal it was 20 and i was just like how is this family friendly fun this is like i've got to take a lean out on my fucking house and a lean out yeah take a lean you out on lean your house Lean
0: out your house you don't
1: even know what that is is, cause I you don't. don't even yeah <laughs> this is
0: how white trash it's I like
1: <laughs> it's like um what do you call it when you it's like uh refinancing okay you know getting getting and more. this is a real
0: thing you're sure of it yeah
1: absolutely um we had to take a lean out on tyler or so tyler. i'm looking dumb right now yeah so i was making fun of you but yeah, i look dumb you're the dumb one we okay, had to take cool. a lean out on uh, <laughs> my ex's dad's house so we could bail him out of jail yeah. And the lien means if you don't pay it, potentially your house now belongs to... The, you know, whoever the bank, yeah. or whoever the whoever. loan shark yeah. in my case. Probably. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, okay, we're preaching to the choir here. It sucks. You were very surprised. I was, it, uh, the parts, the parts that suck suck hard. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the parts we did like, cause everyone hates all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. You either hate Disney completely or you're just like, wow, I wish I didn't have to take a lean out on my house. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and I wish I didn't have to spend like, uh, I wish I didn't have to barter for a wench in order to, get a meal or whatever Mm -hmm. and so what are the what parts did you like what were you into
1: um well like i agree that being with great people makes the experience um so being around all the people that we were with was awesome um i i liked i mostly liked the area where like what was it adventure Something with the Adventureland. sure, is that where yeah, that's
0: where Indiana Jones, yeah, and the fucking um jungle ride, which I'm so sad I didn't get to go on the I jungle think cruise
1: that's that's the my coolest favorite place yeah, that's the coolest looking area um, I appreciate them doing a fireworks show every night, um, I feel like that prevents idiots from trying to set off their own fireworks if they know <laughs> that they'll have a show every night um I I actually learned that there that the Pirates Ride came before the Pirates movie.
0: Yeah, you didn't know that? I had no
1: idea. Most
0: the ride movies came before.
1: I had no idea about it. I was like, "Oh my god, that's insane." And then to see like the animatronic Jack Sparrow look yeah. really like just like Johnny Depp, I was like, to think that this came first, insane.
0: Well, I actually think they adjusted it to look more okay. like
1: Okay. I was like, that is like... Someone from the future must have come back and done that. There's no way that that could have happened naturally. Yeah, yeah. But I liked that whole thing. Um, My favorite ride would be um Space Mountain.
0: Okay. Um, The one we tried to get a cool photo on. And then they were like, it. nope. Just so everyone knows, if you get shirtless on any ride at Disneyland where they take a photo of you, they will remove the photo. Yeah. So we kept... So we kept our mantra during the whole time was tops off. Mm -hmm. So me and the two other guys I was with, uh, Stuart and Tyler, who you guys don't know, but I we, we kept taking our shirts off on every ride. Uh, I don't know why. Just because it's just fun. Just because. Why not? Those. And so we took our shirts off on every ride and every ride they had a photo. They keep kept deleting them except for Splash Mountain. They did delete the photo, but they didn't do it fast enough. So we actually saw the photo before they deleted it and took pictures of it with our phones, yeah. which ruled. But yeah, uh, one thing about Disneyland, uh, they'll shame you if you get shirtless. Don't do yeah. that.
1: Yeah. They're not about it. But I, I liked that ride. Um, I was really like... <laughs> I was expecting adult rides. Because like in... They the, are adult rides. but not They're adult ju- rides. You, you
0: want like thrills.
1: Yeah. Like if I'm paying $100 to get into a theme park... I better shit my pants and come at the same time. Like there's no fucking
0: way. How? What are you, German? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Like, and then also having the memory of a child, like last time I went there, I remember the Indiana Jones ride, like changing my life. Like when that boulder came down, I remember screaming and like tearing my mom's flesh off, like so scared. Like this is real. This is really happening. And this time around, Like, every ride was, like, it's a small world to me. I was just looking around, like, why? There
0: is one significant difference. Uh, You are an adult now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this. The wonder
1: has been sucked out of me. I know.
0: I see. And I maintain my childlike sense of wonder. The second I step into that park, I'm like, Shane, you are going to make the conscious decision to, like, be goofy, to enjoy this place, Mm -hmm. and to, like, activate your childlike sense of wonder. When... As far as I'm concerned, the person who gets the driver's seat in Indiana Jones is actually driving that <laughs> car. When they, like, shoot the fake blow darts at you, I duck. Yeah. I actually duck. So when Indiana Jones is like, jump down, I was actually yelling to him to jump into the car. I don't give a fuck. I, and I'm shirtless. I party hard yeah. at Disneyland. That's a good time So I, I maintain that everything's real. If I see Winnie the Pooh that's actually winnie the pooh yeah okay and yeah i don't give a fuck about winnie the pooh but there he is i know
1: him i don't know i think i'm i'm too much of a nihilist at this point (laughs) just have a good time (laughs) i wanted to chaos magic i know i wanted to and i feel like i was fed the lie because like a lot of our friends are big disney people um, and we have a lot of friends who actually work at disney both in california florida and internationally
0: yeah i know someone who was jasmine
1: yeah there's like, um I don't know. So they post a lot of shit and then like people who go and they, I don't know, they make it seem like it's this religious experience. So I was expecting it to have that. If you want it to and be. And I was just like, this is, this was, my expectations were really high. And the result was like the fucking haunted house ride at Lagoon. Like that's every ride at Disneyland. Hasn't been updated since 1982. I love it. I'm just like, I'm just like, damn it. Like, are you?
0: Here's the thing. God damn it. You're correct. Disneyland is like a religious experience in that if you don't open yourself up to it and let yourself believe, then it will not affect you.
1: You know, I would probably believe if I didn't have to wait in a line for an hour, but that makes me lose all faith in humanity and my life this was a good opportunity for you to
0: practice magic and you just let it I was, wash away from i was you.
1: hoping the magic of being in the most magical place on earth would come to me for once but no
0: magic doesn't come to you. it's <sighs> like an orgasm you have to also work god. at it and that's the disappointment. i thought thing you working
1: learned. at it was giving them a hundred dollars so that seems like
0: <laughs> a lot of yeah
1: i better get fucking something <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so yeah i mean i had a weird experience it was like but i'm glad i did it because i'll i I could go the rest of my life never going back to disneyland and being like totally fine with it but like when people were like posting shit and like this is the best time of my life disney girls hashtag disney princess i was like i'm missing out but <laughs> i then, will say that i was like no i'm not
0: <laughs> you are a little silly for not seeing people post that online and not stopping to think hey wait most people are incredibly boring and awful There's no way they're having that much fun. It's a ruse (laughs) for the internet. Yeah, I mean, sure. (laughs) Now I
1: I know. I do know that when I go to um, Universal in Florida and go to um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, that will be my religious experience. I think about it. I'm going
0: to tell you right now, you're gonna be so disappointed. No way. I, I went, no way. it was bad. No,
1: you went to the one in LA, which still, sucks dick. But it
0: was still bad. The it,
1: one in Florida, I know it's it. not much bigger. I watch people just walk into it and I like tear up. I like that that is my place. Disneyland is not my place. Going to the wizarding world of Harry Potter will be a religious experience. I don't, for I think me. Florida
0: has one <clears throat> more thing than uh LA does. No, they have a bunch more. There's there's a
1: bunch more there. Really? You yeah. You think? Yeah. I
0: am not so certain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they have a bunch more I'm rides, I'm going to tell you the too. best part of
0: Universal Studios is the Waterworld show. Yeah? It was dope as fuck. <laughs> it made me, like, excited for the global warming and the end of the world, <laughs> man. I was like, yeah, dude, I'm going to fucking be the Waterworld guy on the jet ski. In reality, I'll be, like, one of the extras that gets shot out of a tower and, right. like, falls into fire. <laughs> but for real, though, it looked dope. It's just... I forgot Waterworld existed. It's just Mad Max. Someone was like, what if Mad Max was just like less dirt? <laughs> and yeah, then that's Waterworld. That's it. Literally, it that's it. The fucking rules. Yeah. I'm going to rewatch that movie now. We should do that movie sometime. We should. We should I do... I can't make fun of that movie. It's too good. I know
1: that movie. And then I even have all of the like 80s, 90s Mad Max. Like those are fucking... All right. Toy. Anyway, Disneyland, Disneyland was, for me was an eye-opener that reality is false
0: reality <laughs> is false <laughs> i had a great time at disneyland thought it was awesome was super happy to see stewart had a great time with the guys you ladies were like cold and like i could tell that the the childlike wonder was stomped out of you after mm-hmm. the first ride so yeah. that was kind of depressing yeah i
1: was like
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah me I, and the <laughs> boys had a great time though we took our shirts off we were yelling at indiana jones we uh it was fun i ate a lot of churros i don't know i had a great time yeah. So, um, but of course I did. That's usually what happens. Yeah. I'm a, uh, a I'm a man child. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> i lost the words had escaped me. Okay. So, um, and also I think, by the way, if people are wondering what my favorite part of Disneyland was, cause Noel won't ask me, I will tell oh, yeah. you. what's your favorite part?
1: <laughs> Sorry. I just forget that people have favorites there.
0: <laughs> what's your favorite Indiana part? Indiana Jones. Oh, for clearly, sure. Yeah. yeah clearly. Yeah. So good. The adventuring world is my favorite um yeah i love that place so if any of you have like cool tips for disneyland or like your favorite things or how you like to enjoy disneyland because everyone enjoys disneyland differently Mm -hmm. i know people who go who don't even care about the rides they just want to meet as many characters they can Mm -hmm. some people go just to like be in the atmosphere and Mm -hmm. they like go to the different places and or they go to buy merch or they collect pins Mm -hmm. or I don't know. Everyone does it differently. I like to just ride the rides and meet whatever characters I happen to run into. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to look for characters. Yeah, that's exhausting.
1: And then you got to fight off children.
0: Oh fuck, kids! So kids are the worst kids. part of Disneyland. Kids
1: are the worst part of Disneyland. It was, you know, that was, I would say, two things summarized Disneyland for me. Um, my, my experience of Disneyland was when you walk up and you see that the castle is actually hobbit sized.
0: Was that your least favorite?
1: Yeah, I was like, wait what? I have been tricked. This is like, I have been so duped this whole time and that was that was the icing on the cake of everything is false here and you all are liars and I have been fed a lie my whole life, was walking up and seeing that fucking Hobbitville castle and I'm like, no way. No way. Is this like the mini one and they got a bigger one with a bigger line they made this? Like, how? This is impossible. Like, that fucking killed me. Um, but I saw more fights between adults and children like children on children, children with adults or adults fighting about child the on children
0: child violence yeah. is the best violence That
1: is, I saw more of that than people actually having a good time
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You are attracted to what you want to see, and <laughs> be the change you want to see in the world. Uh, my least favorite part of the of the trip was when a bird shit <laughs> all over me.
1: That was my favorite part.
0: <laughs> a- <laughs> we were in line. We were in line to ride Haunted Mansion. <laughs> And in uh, what I assume to be like a gentleman behind, like a taller gentleman, put his hand on my shoulder and gripped my shoulder to get my attention. And I was like, oh, no, I'm about to step on a child. And they're just warning me. And I turned to look and there's no one there. And I'm like, what? And then I realized that my entire shoulder is covered in thick <laughs> Brown bird butt gravy. <laughs> it's so fucking gross. It was a bird so thick and big. shit on me with the force <laughs> of a man grabbing my shoulder. <laughs> it was. Thick everyone, oh and I was God. like, "What do I do?" And I was like trying to get one of the girls because all the other two guys had left to get fast passes while we stood in line. And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> was some- when what do you ladies fucking <laughs> help me? Because I've got like five pounds of fucking bird shit on me." A pterodactyl had. <laughs> Somehow, come back from exited a portal, shit a dinosaur sized shit onto my body, and then entered another portal and was gone forever. Yeah. It sucked so bad, and none of you would help me. No, fuck finally, you. I convinced my wife to like use a wrapper to get like some of the shit off of me. She just smeared
1: it in deeper. Yeah, it was
0: so. Gross.
1: It was so thick that it was like making me gag. Yeah. Just like, look was at it. It was like really me. making me gag. I couldn't help you. You fuck you. Burn yourself, I guess. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was
0: like, do I just set myself yeah, on fire? No is that way. what I do now?
1: <laughs> so it was crazy. Gross. Also,
0: anyone who's familiar with Disneyland knows that the Haunted Mansion is surrounded by trees. So this. Birdshit sniper fucking (laughs) came in, was like lining up the shot, shat through several layers of like tree branches, like willow trees, and a fence. All of that direct hit on my shoulder. He was probably aiming for my head.
1: Probably. Kill shot.
0: (laughs) 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 Kill shot. Oh, so gross i
1: t- i changed my mind that was my favorite part of disneyland
0: <laughs> it was, was so watching brutal watching
1: shane struggle all right. to
0: regain his humanity Ugh. it was like <laughs> legit hard for me to get back on track and i'll have you know i had been talking about ice cream all day up into that <laughs> yeah, point and then, and then afterwards i was like i'm done the
1: whole time our mission was the dull ice cream stand and then you're like fuck ice cream <laughs> yeah fuck that oh I was beautiful over it after
0: that absolutely beautiful <laughs> all right um So, uh, we got back. The trip was great. Thank you so much for everyone's hospitality, how kind everyone was to Mm -hmm. us, for everyone who donated to Noelle so she could go.
1: Yes, thank you so much. I have stuff that I'm sending out within the next week or two when I get paid again, because I'm still riding that paycheck of negative money now from when we were in L.A. Fucking sucked. It sucked going to Gaming Con and having, like, $2. And I
0: was just like, I want to die. What did you want to buy at Gaming Con that you couldn't buy? I didn't look because I didn't have money. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. So, let's get to Gaming Con. Sure. So, we were both uh, the podcast was invited to Gaming Con. Uh we went to Gaming Con. It was it was pretty good. Uh Yeah.
1: Wow, what a difference from last year. Yeah, yeah. Absolute uh, night and day.
0: 100% growth. Yes. It went from, huh, this is like I get like this is just a group of guys who like this is kind of what they think a convention looks like to this is an actual convention. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the actual convention. Yep um one thing to say about gaming con right up top uh if you were a person who was just going to hang out it was it was pretty cool but you were gonna have a bad time gaming con was for people who were there to do something yeah and Um, they
1: and they delivered because um last gaming con i was ready to play in a few tournaments and like try my hand at some games um, like, that I had never played before. Like, I think then they had, like... I was hoping they would have Bloodborne there so I could test it out before I bought it and or what have you. Just, like, anything that I could play with. And all they had at the last Gaming Con was tabletop gaming. Like, that's all they had there. And, like, Magic and, you know, like, some people playing D&D and Warhammer and whatever. But, like, nothing for someone who is, like, a console gamer. Yeah. This time around they had a whole entire lounge couch area with Mario Kart going, and then right next to it, they had real-life Mario Kart where you could get on a little fucking thing yep. and zoom the fuck around. I was just, like, blown away. They kept the LARPing again, which I thought was fantastic. Um, it's always a great time walking past that and see how serious people take it. <laughs> um, with anything in gaming, though, I guess, if everyone takes it a little seriously. But just seeing that there was a half of that convention center was for like console gaming and PC gaming. Yeah. Yeah. They brought out the fucking, the shit this uh, time.
0: Every tournament was basically sold out. It was a huge success. They played everything from doom and quake three to an entirely sold out Warhammer 40,000 tournament, smash brothers, Tekken, street mm-hmm. fighter, pinball, um, You know, League of Legends was there in a huge way. It was shout casted. It was awesome. I'm pretty sure there was an Overwatch tournament. I'm not sure if there's Heroes of the Storm, which is my shit, but I didn't really look because I was just so busy looking at everything else, and it was way cool. Um, Last year was mostly tabletop games. Mm -hmm. This year, even more tabletop games than that. Plus, like the insane amount of video gaming mm-hmm. a great setup everyone looked comfortable mm-hmm. um i didn't hear anyone complaining like nope. no gamers i didn't see any drama nope um it was such a well-run event so next year if you're looking to play any sorts of games and stuff yeah definitely go uh w- cosplay what would you think of the cosplay oh the
1: my god okay this was the first thing i said when we walked in and i saw like Maybe four or five cosplayers. Right when I walked in the door, I was like, "Where have these people been?" Because you go to okay, free speech zone, kind free of free speech zone, kind of. You go to Comic Con, and you get your range of cosplayers from people who just went to Party City and picked up a fucking you know a shiny metallic a sexy Batgirl costume to someone who has spent. Six months to a year building armor, mm-hmm. and every shade in between.
0: Live your best life, right? Everyone.
1: Just like you had all these different. I came to gaming con expecting the worst side of cosplay. Yeah, and your I... least favorite yeah, side, like my, you know, okay, the you know the not the store bought, you know, kind of whatever Halloween costume party city queens. I was expecting that. What I got was. Full armor builds, absolute replicas, to a T design and detail. And what I learned in the Overwatch panel and, and why I saw a lot of these people were Overwatch cosplayers because there's so many characters to choose from, but that had such accuracy is because Overwatch provided gamers and anyone to download PDFs showing everything, showing exact details, colors, and like, um, sizing. So like you could make the armor the exact way it would be. Yeah, so they
0: made the character concept files available to anyone to download and use and look at.
1: It was unbelievable, and even like even I don't know, just the the array. There were some Persona Persona Five cosplayers there that were amazing. I just like was blown away by it, and like these people. I mean, of course, I saw some people I know. But there were a lot of people that I didn't know that just, like, came out of nowhere. Like, where have they been? They've just been hiding this amazing talent. And I talked to one of them, and she's like, yeah, this is the first build I did. I think it was Falcon. And she had, like, fully animatronic wings. Yeah. And she was just like, yeah, my first cosplay. And I just, like, sat there just like, oh, I guess I can't do this anymore. I guess this is no longer my thing because, (laughs) you know, like, what the fuck?
0: Cosplay has become... Th- the point where like the online resources and stuff have like mm-hmm. definitely gotten to the point where you anything you want to do you could just do yeah and it's there's no more mystery no now it's 100% just like what do you want to do and go out and do mm-hmm. it And um, it's kind of like sports, you know, when sports start, like the level's really low. And as people get better, it forces everyone else to get better. Mm -hmm. And now we're at a point where like everyone is at peak efficiency. And it's just like, it isn't even about who can do it better. Now it's about who does it with more style, who does it cleaner. Yeah. Who, I think cosplay is moving in a direction where people will, everyone's always going to be proud of everyone else for doing cool builds and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now I think cosplays at the level where everyone can do the good builds. No one's going to give a shit in like the broader sense. Now it's going to be, who do you actually physically look like and yes. how close can you get? Yeah. It's going to become like how, Artists get really good and then artists start doing photo realism and they're Mm -hmm. like, okay, well, who can make a photo, who can draw a picture that looks like a photo? Yeah. Like bring it the fuck on. And then it becomes this like intense thing. Yeah. I also like it because um, it kind of makes it so professional cosplayers have to step up their Mm -hmm. game. Yeah. Um. And I. I don't think it'll ever stop professional or hurt professional cosplayers really. But I think as a community, it makes people expect more of them. Yeah.
1: It raises the bar in a good way, I think. And like, but um, Noah, for example, like Ash and Noah built his Roadhog from the ground up, and he's a thick boy. And that he looked like the character.
0: Yeah, he's killing it.
1: And it was like even the voice actor was so drawn to him over all the other totally. road hogs because they he was like, You look like the character and your cosplay is perfect. Yeah, crushing it. Absolutely. And crushing it. And that's
0: what I'm about. And like as much like Jessica Nigri does a roadhog that I think is fucking awesome. Yeah. And then there's she's got three D side titty all yeah. the way around. Just unreal. We love it, right? We, yeah, I love but it. But like I gotta give it to Noah. Yeah, over absolutely. Her, right? Absolutely. And that's I think that's the future of cosplay. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um and cosplay, uh, and then if, as far as professional cosplayers go, moving forward. Um now I think it'll also stop neckbeards from being like, Oh, why are you popular for doing cosplay? Other people are doing this, because if everyone's doing the best builds, it will help reinforce that. Professional cosplayers have never been popular for their cosplay. That's not what it's about. Mm -hmm. It's never been about that. It never was about that. And Mm -hmm. it never will be about that. Mm -hmm. Even professional cosplayers who say I'm popular for my cosplays are lying to you. You're a model. Yeah. You're a model. Yeah. Just admit that you're a model. People like you because you look good. Mm -hmm. Not just in your cosplay and because you have some kind of personality that draws people to you. No one gives a fuck about your cosplay. Your cosplay is just the icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. You know, and so because if the best cosplays were the most popular, we, the people who win cosplay contests would be famous, not you. Yeah. So there's, and then I think that some people might think that's negative of me to say, but I actually think it's a positive in the long Mm -hmm. run because then we can accept what makes people in our geek culture pos- popular which is just the fact that they bring something to the table that other people aren't yeah. and then move forward from there
1: yeah i think it um like seeing going to a convention where all of the cosplays were a plus and most of them armor builds and even when they weren't like there were a few like um i'm assuming like anime or manga type gaming characters and they were in like sexy little outfits but even those were like beautifully handcrafted and and it looked clean yeah the details were insane they
0: just looked like anime characters yeah I don't have to know who or what you are because I don't watch enough um Like Ruby style anime Mm -hmm. or whatever I watch we I've actually been watching more anime since our anime episode but it's all been like like I'm about to binge Castlevania Mm -hmm. but that's you know not Mm -hmm. what other people are like doing the high school yeah you know type animes but when I look at that person I don't need to know anything I just look at them and I'm like oh you're an anime character yeah and that's really cool to see also anime cosplay is like wildly popular oh yeah where's the prison school cosplays y'all
1: i'm bringing it to anime bonsai are you yeah i bought a breastplate for uh yeah for miko i got a giant fake breastplate that people use for dog the bounty hunter's wife costumes (laughs) so (laughs) i could do a um accurate Miko cosplay
0: should Tyler and I grab some, should me and your boyfriend grab some prison outfits
1: yeah that's why I was gonna message you about it because um Rachel and I are doing it too and we were gonna ask you guys to be a part of it so that that's happening you think I'm not you think I'm just gonna binge fucking prison school and be like I'm gonna you, let this I go had to see
0: an anime characters b-hole <laughs> yeah. so I'm gonna go ahead and get something out of this yeah now. you
1: have to but yeah the cosplay was amazing and at the end of the day I think it it brings us all up because um, people who are famous for their cosplay, who typically do sexier cosplays, they're always going to be famous. Because at the end of the day, they're a model, and people are buying them, and their cosplay is just an add-on. But this, these accurate, um, handmade builds are becoming more popular and more appreciated as gaming becomes bigger and, you know, comics, whatever, and they're coming up too now. And so I feel like it's just overall seeing the cosplays there just made me, like, re-fall in love with cosplay. Um, And it was, like, super inspiring. I also think that it being a smaller convention allowed for a lot of the voice actors to like have one-on-one time with their fans, which, which you rad. would never be able to experience at any other convention ever. It's so, like a lot of people wanted to talk shit on Gaming Con, but it's like This isn't your typical convention. This isn't Comic-Con where you can be Joe Blow and his mom off the street and just walk in and walk around. That's
0: what I wanted to say specifically that I noticed about the con that was my favorite part of the whole thing. No tourists. No. You either knew exactly what Gaming Con was and had a very specific reason to be there and were excited for it or you didn't go. Yeah. There was. Here's the deal. My mother, who I love, and Mm -hmm. is like, she likes comics. She watched all of, what was that girl from Captain America that had a show? uh, She looks like uh, Carmen Sandiego. Black Widow? No, she, from the 1940s. 1940s Captain
1: America female had a show? Yeah, she had a TV
0: show. Anyway, everyone's screaming at us because we don't. Scarlet Witch. No, not Scarlet Witch, bitch. What the fuck? No, no the girl. She looks. She Peggy Carter. Oh, come on. I
1: fucking hate Peggy Carter. Do you? Anyway, yeah, that's why my mom canceled. watched all those.
0: She was very popular, so my mom is like a fan. She's not like a poser, you okay. know. Not that, not that anyone would be, but, um, but even then, like Comic Con's not something my mom cares about but she still wants to go because uh-huh. of the spectacle mm-hmm. there you had no like casuals yeah is what i want to say yeah. and i love casuals they're mm-hmm. the whole the the people who make money for the industry are the casuals yes the hardcore people are not the people who make the money mm-hmm. if that was the case then niche video games and niche art would be much wouldn't be niche
1: mm-hmm. right yeah and so
0: anyway um and so gaming con was cool because it was 100 like everyone who was there you're like I asked everyone I met, why are you here? And they all had a really cool reason.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'm competing. Oh, I'm playing this. Oh, I came here for that.
0: Oh, I came here to like buy this specific game or Mm -hmm. do this thing or I'm an artist or I'm here for the art. And Mm -hmm. everyone had a good answer.
1: Yeah. It really like... There were a few people I saw online talking shit about it, but they're not gamers and they're not into gaming, no matter what it is. From magic... People dragged
0: there by their friends. Yeah, exactly.
1: And from, you know, gaming the spectrum, from LARPing to magic to PC gaming to console gaming. Did
0: did you just say gamers are on the spectrum? No. No.
1: Like the whole, all of it, just all of it if you're if you can't fit into any of those categories then you of course had a miserable time
0: yeah because it wasn't for you no because yeah. even the
1: vendors there were selling art specifically that related to like gaming and then the vendors there like there was um one of our listeners and friends andrew who we saw there wearing a freaky geek shirt thank you bought like gaming glasses that like cancel out blue blue hues so you can see better and pay better attention while gaming yeah yeah like those were the type of vendors that were there you know not comcast trying to sell you a subscription like totally which this is, was a gaming convention
0: yeah which was cool um yeah i loved it uh what else was um one particular artist or like ashley love i think is her yes. name she does nihilistic cute nihilistic art. yeah
1: she does like the um Magikarp, and it's like existence is suffering. (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah. Shout out to her because I love everything she does. She's amazing. Yeah. That's just the difference. You go to Comic Con, and uh, when I went to Comic Con last year, I roasted people. Uh, people cried. It was a whole situation. But also there were a lot of people who I talked to when I was roasting. Mm-hmm. If you saw the video of me roasting people, you d- what you didn't see was the 500 other people I roasted that day. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of them were just like, hey, what are you doing at Comic-Con? And the guy's like, I'm here to get drunk. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? You came yeah. to Comic-Con to get yeah. blitzed? Yeah. Like, or, or the the hundreds of guys who were like, I'm here to see titties yeah. like i'm just here for the tits yeah it can you imagine what the future if i had told myself in ninth grade that in the future people would go to conventions to see tits women's tits mm-hmm. by the way yeah yeah because there were tits in and there was a period I was in high of time
1: school. like a 10-year span where conventions were male tits only
0: yeah <laughs>
1: that and, was the majority yeah <laughs>
0: oh man brutal and so it's just crazy that like that's even a thing that happens now yeah you know it's
1: become it's become pop culture and and gaming isn't really there yet you know because like i you know i remember being like
0: wait gaming isn't where yet
1: it's not to the level that like comic-con is
0: Oh, gaming in general.
1: Yeah, like, I think gaming. Comic Con is basically Pop Culture Con at this point.
0: I think gaming is bigger than Comic Con in a casual sense. But gaming con isn't for casuals. No,
1: it's a niche. It's a very niche community.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think gaming is the reason comic is like the main reason that things like comic con are. Sure, so because popular.
1: your Madden bros will go.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But they won't go to a gaming convention.
0: No, unless they were going to play Madden. Which I is mean, weird that there was no Madden at gaming yeah. con actually.
1: Yeah, but, but I was I was really impressed by it. It was like a one like a complete. 360 transformation from what it was when we first went and when we first went it wasn't bad it was just like kind of small and clearly their first go at it Um, Salt Lake Comic Con picking up this convention really did a facelift to it at first I was like a little hesitant I was gonna be like cool so we're gonna have $50 autograph signings and $100 photo ops and you know just everything's gonna be yeah and it wasn't that they still everything's gonna be very
0: disneyland
1: yeah exactly the wonder's gonna be taken out for me but it wasn't it was great it it was small there weren't a lot of people but the quality was there but again if you didn't have the lens to see the quality of gaming that was there then it was a bad convention for you
0: yeah yeah did you play anything while you were there?
1: I wish. Um, I was actually there for FearCon. So I um, FearCon had a booth there because they're doing a lot of big things this year. They're going to have um, a, like a haunt. What is it? Like the Vampire Circus, which is like aerialist performance. Yeah, yeah. Doing like yeah. a whole thing. So they're really like revamping their convention for their second year, which seems to be a theme. Good for everyone. Growth is fantastic. So they had me there. And Rachel, and we were in um, Andrea, or Pretty Macabre, online. We are in her gowns, which are, like, horror fashion. Yeah, so um, there's this
0: girl, uh, and she makes uh, gowns and mm-hmm. other things, and she basically makes them uh, horror-themed, but not just, like, the horror themed like oh it's a picture of Freddie's face on a dress it's like looks like Freddie's sweater if it was made into like a gown with sequins like it looks like if Freddie Krueger had a daughter and she wanted to go to prom but also kill everybody
1: yeah Exactly. And, so, and then
0: she also makes like a dress that's made of gore. Yeah. Um. That looks like very heavy metal. It looks like something that uh, Demon in Diablo three or Warhammer would wear. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. She's
1: amazing. So anytime I get to wear anything she makes, I will jump at the chance. Yeah, you just say yes. I'm like absolutely. Even
0: even if it takes a team of individuals and a house elf to squeeze you into yep, that dress.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that like. Who a little insider baseball that dress was I wore it for last year's an October the Freddy evening. dress. Yeah I wore the Freddy Krueger dress for last October evening and like did a little performance in it yeah. um, since then the dress was altered to fit like a size 2 63 runway model for the Slug magazine, mm-hmm. and then it came back into my hands for FearCon promo photos. If you go to fearcon.com I am their cover photo. Thank you very okay. much. You're welcome. Bragging. In that, in that dress, and then she let me wear it again, and so uh, a whole entire team of people, like you were saying, gets my my body, and specifically, it's just my ass in that in a
0: very tired, flaccid man just. Pushing yep. you into Squeeze, it,
1: corseting me in. Like <laughs> I would describe me getting into that dress. The scene from the like the first Pirates, where she has to be cut out of the corset dress. That's <laughs> me. Like I, but also congrats for squeezing myself into a dress that was altered <laughs> for a size to a girl. The moment it hits my butt, it stops. Yeah, it stops. It's like heave ho, just like getting it down. <laughs> but it looks great, right? It looks. It's just this no, perfect you are little. It. It fits, it fits won- wonderfully when it actually gets on me. But yeah, so we were there for FearCon. Um, looking pretty, mostly, but also Rachel was selling the fuck out of it. She's like, come to FearCon, blah, blah, blah. So we were doing that. I didn't get too much time to go out and wander or play a game, first of all, because I couldn't really move in that dress. Um, so I couldn't go sit down and play anything, really. Also... Um, anytime we would try to get up and go somewhere we were stopped yeah
0: yeah because we wanted photos with you yeah, you couldn't really move in that dress at all. I like to imagine you're in someone's dream and then they're trying to <laughs> run from you and then they're like in their room like, and they've been like, I've been waiting for like 20 <laughs> minutes and they look out into the hallway and you're just like breathing heavy, struggling to, just, to get down, down the hallway. It's tiny foot
1: shovels. It's tiny little foot sh- Can you come shuffling. over here
0: so I can kill you? <laughs> this will go faster if you come over here. And they're like, I don't know. I think I'm going to wake up soon. And you're like... <laughs> I'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Tell your friends. Yeah. You're like doing the (laughs) clopping and you're so tired. (laughs) Do you need help? And you're like, I could... I could use water.
1: (laughs) That was me the whole time, just like tiny little foot, like shuffling around, like.
0: (laughs) You come back into their dream next week, and you're on a little rascal. (laughs) I'm coming for you. They go up the stairs. Um, Fuck. (laughs) That's the only way. Why did I put stairs in this dream? I made the dream.
1: I the next dream I install like the
0: old people like the seat (laughs) that you sit in, and then you slowly go up. I. I am going to get you. <laughs>
1: but even that goes like <laughs> negative 1 mile an hour. Oh, oh my god. god. It was great. And he- thank you Andrea for letting us model your stuff and for Fearcon for thinking that we're professional enough to be there and um for Gaming Con for letting us even in.
0: For knowing that you're professional enough to be there. For
1: knowing, sure, for knowing that I'm professional enough to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean
0: it's just yeah. good. Also, uh if Andrea listens, uh, I would love to be involved in October evening coming up. But don't <laughs> forget that I exist. Yeah. Um No, uh it's so fun. Everything with FearCon's awesome. Um we have stuff coming up with FearCon, so
1: yeah, we we might have some stuff happening with them too. I mean, fuck, dude. October is around the corner like Anime
0: Bonsai and FearCon are coming up yeah. and those are both things we'll be involved in, so And
1: Salt Lake Comic Con is coming up as they're literally like consecutively. Like it's like ooh, it's like ooh, anime ooh, bonsai, Comic Con,
0: FearCon. Let's hope I'm in town for all of them. I'll try not to
1: Yeah, try not to miss it. It's gonna be a good fucking time. So, you know, it's summer isn't really convention season here in salt lake thank god because it's so fucking hot but the moment like august hits it's gonna be no joke time all right
0: yeah uh, it'll be good though it'll Um, be really cool coming up let's talk about uh one more thing so gaming con happened you were inspired to play a game because of gaming con i was yeah 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 so you went uh to get overwatch yeah so you uh even though you are the most broke person yes you gather together some stuff.
1: Yeah. Um I went to an Overwatch panel that had our friend um Ashley and Ash, Ash- Swee Ring. We fucked it up every time. Um and Kari and Kiki all on this um, diversity and cosplay, or not cosplay? Fuck my life! Diversity and Overwatch panel. Diversity and
0: cosplay. Wow, you're right? just you're just. What is what is a panel that will always exist forever everywhere? <laughs> right. Oh and, my um, god. What is it,
1: Lee George? I have no idea. From I, know, I caught the very end of the panel. The the guy on um can we get geek into the, show
0: can we get into the free speech zone real quick Go. before we start talking about this? So free speech zone, no free speech jail allowed. Okay. Uh, I thought, and I'm going to to wait till I finish because I'll say something nice afterwards. But diversity, what the panel is called, diversity and Overwatch done right. Mm-hmm. And I've seen lots of panels in this vein like diversity in such and such show diversity or you know bobs burgers a feminist masterpiece uh diversity in overwatch done right and i don't understand why these panels exist diversity in overwatch done right yeah there's good diversity in overwatch mm-hmm. what are you taking credit for something you didn't fucking do <laughs> why are we talking about this Get, talk about Diversity in Overwatch, what we'd like to see in the future. Like, give me new yeah. information. I don't like panels that are non-artists or just regular people just in this big circle jacking each other off, talking about what a good job someone else did. Mm-hmm. Now I get that it's cool. Like I I'll send a letter to the guys who made Overwatch and tell them they did good. They don't give a fuck about your panel, but mm-hmm. I wish that it would have been, like, strategy and over... I wish it would have been more about Overwatch and less about the thing that we all fucking agree on. Mm -hmm. No one... Like, maybe there's, like, one guy who's, like, uh, you know, a minority in Malaysia we've never heard of who's like, there's not enough diversity in Overwatch. Mm -hmm. Where am I in there? But, like... Aside, We all agree. Yeah. That being said, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to go to the panel because I've seen so many of these jerk-off panels is mm-hmm. what I call them. But I did go and people were making jokes and having a good time. And the questions about Overwatch really had nothing to do with diversity. All the questions I saw were like, can my kids play this game? Mm-hmm. Why is this game so fun? What made you want to start playing this game? Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. Yeah. So... It actually, I enjoyed the panel because the, the last twenty minutes I saw had nothing to do with diversity. Yeah, which is the thing we all agreed that that game was doing correctly. Mm-hmm. Free speech zone over.
1: Yeah, that was a fair free free speech zone. I agree that like, well, I got into it from this panel because I didn't realize how cool the game was no totally
0: they were selling the game yeah they were
1: selling it wonderfully and like yeah of course i've seen you know diva and tracer all around i know about them and like daddy 76 like i am on the internet i am a part of the cosplay community and a like low-key gamer i i know it i don't want to interrupt you
0: but just to further prove my point from before you 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 just described, you saw the diversity. Yeah. The diversity didn't make you want to play the game. No. But when people were like, check out how fucking cool it is. This chick drives a robot and she blows people up and her special is that she's a, jumps out of the rope. Like, then you were like, oh, I want to play the game. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Continuing. I It's true.
1: I knew how diverse it was. It was just um, the extent and the the like wellness i forget the character but they talk about there's like an older woman as a character i think is it Widowmaker? Possibly. No, no, she
0: it's um i don't remember her name because i don't play overwatch a lot yeah Heroes i literally more my thing i literally just she's got a sniper it. she's a support character i never play her she's an older woman yeah
1: but even having her i was just like oh like the detail in which they did it And like, you know, their individual characteristics is what made me play it because I played Halo before. Totally. I've played shooter games before where you're on a team with people and, you know, you all have your positions and it never connected with me. It was always like a, a pass your time or play with friends. It was the character development and the individual characters. And that like, I even went home that night and watched the animated shorts that were created for all the characters. They built, um, a storyline behind each person And that's what drew me to it. And everyone on the panel was selling selling that for me and how cool of a game it was. So I went home immediately after Gaming Con, fighting a heat stroke, like (laughs) ripping skin off of my face from the prosthetics and was like, we're buying Overwatch today. I have $2 in my bank account, but we're going to make it fucking happen. And we we did. I wanted to play it so fucking bad because of that panel that I, I made it happen. We sold a bunch of movies and older games and Tyler's secret Nazi DVD collection. And we made the <laughs> money to get overwatch. So yeah, I got that. Just um, to be
0: clear, Tyler doesn't, it doesn't have like a secret collection of like triumph of the will <laughs> and other Nazi movies. He had like Nazi zombies, one, two, three, four and six or some <laughs> yeah. shit. And it's like, S- why do you own still these? Still made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, still weird, but like, <laughs> yeah yeah so
1: yeah we got rid of those and um you bought overwatch got overwatch so
0: in other games defenses uh like halo Mm -hmm. has all this super cool backstory that it's like one of the only reasons I even wanted to play Halo because I'm not a fan of Halo mm-hmm. as a, a game, mm-hmm. but I like the lore. If, most games have that lore if you want it. Mm-hmm. The thing that Overwatch did that's genius is they have an overarching story, but then every character has this huge arc unto themselves. Yes. So like... um, Uh, instead of being a shooter all about cowboys and awesome cowboys and like fucking cool western stuff, Mm -hmm. but there is one character that's all about cowboys and all this fucking cool western stuff. Yeah, And so like, I'm interested in Western-themed things and cowboys, and I want to play a game about that. Well, I can just play that guy, Mm -hmm. and now I'm playing a game with someone else who's just into giant robots and, like, mech warriors and Mm -hmm. missiles and stuff, and now we're playing together for separate reasons, and the game itself is so good that whoever wants what they want out of the backstory can get it and Mm -hmm. then be in this game together. Yeah. So I think you have people who are way interested in different things Mm -hmm. and now they're playing together and that's what makes it so cool. That's the diverse part that interests me. Mm -hmm. I don't care what color the people are. I agree that we should represent people the world over Mm -hmm. but like... My diverse thing is like I want to see – I don't care if it's a man, a woman, a child, uh, if they're black or Chinese or whatever. I just want to see a cowboy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have one. Awesome. Now Mm -hmm. I just want to see like a a medieval knight. Oh, cool. I get one. Now I want to see a mech warrior. Oh, I get one. Yeah. That's fucking what makes Overwatch so cool.
1: Yeah. I also think that like – and they kind of touched on it in the panel about um, the diversity – isn't even like it is a part of the characters that they created, of course, but it's also because of that and because of these stories and the r- array of people they put in the game, it's allowed for the 16-year-old cheerleader who wouldn't be a gamer to play and the kid who only likes Madden with his friends when they're drinking Coors Light to play and you who wants to play like a weird space western. Yeah, yeah, totally. Everyone and like the Korean girls, you know, who watch manga or, you know, whatever. Like they're all... In this game yeah
0: totally or
1: just you want to play a robot who's got all this disassociative human shit like there's there's a person for everyone in that and I think that's the coolest part about overwatch I think yes having diversity in the characters you put into it so like uh, I think Kari said it's not just another white dude with a stubble saving the world it's everyone in the character and then everyone as in all of us in the world can get on there and play so I yeah. think it's super cool, and that's why I bought the game. So and um, I just got PlayStation Network today accessible to me. So
0: do you want people to be able to add you from this? From um, this? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Get wrecked, everyone! You can't play with Noelle. To that though, I. Uh, If you've messaged me on Xbox Live, and some of you have, I just barely looked at my messages and saw that I had a bunch of ads from
1: people. I had a bunch of messages on um, my PlayStation account, which is why I'm like... I I
0: didn't reply to you because I don't have a keyboard for my Xbox, and I'm very lazy. Mm -hmm. But I'm replying to you now. Thank you so much for your messages. It was weird that you messaged me on Xbox Live, but I still super appreciate it, and I love you, and I'm not going to play Xbox with you because I play my PC 99% of the time. Sorry. Yeah but uh yeah my xbox is my wife's netflix machine yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm on my computer a lot yeah so but thank you so much for your messages cool yeah yeah so um overwatch is dope uh you can play overwatch with me um
1: i might give my username out to the group the privately group, yeah yeah,
0: but not on the not, podcast no, not all these some of the y'all fuckers. are nasty yeah somebody um. i don't play with you <laughs> Yeah, so that's about uh, anything else you want to add about Gaming Con? It was good, not was for good. casuals. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm ex- so excited for the other conventions this year. Way excited for Anime Bonsai. Oh say. my
1: God, I'm so excited for Anime Bonsai. I'm so excited for the cosplays we're going to be doing. I'm so excited because we're kind of like we are dipping our toes into the anime yeah, community. We're weeb tourists. We are. So I'm really excited about it. I have a very strong feeling that our prison school cosplays will be an absolute hit.
0: I'm excited for us to hang out with our waifu for life Rachel. Yeah,
1: we'll actually like not seem like a bunch of fucking noobs. Like we'll yeah. like you know slide in with her lingo, but it's gonna be really cool. This is the first anime convention I'll be going to.
0: Hello, fellow children. <laughs> Do you read manga?
1: <laughs> so I'm super excited about it. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> It'll be good. <laughs> Alright cool Well thank you so much For listening everyone You wanna say anything Before we go Uh, Hail Satan Hail fucking Satan y'all